What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of our New York Mets podcast. Man, I know it's been a while. It's been a while since I talked to you, um, but today feels like the perfect day because going into this weekend, and look, I'm going to get right into it. So, you know, the title of this episode is what it is. This is what you came here for. Let's talk some damn Mets. Friday did not go as planned. Horrible way to go into Saturday and Sunday. The news of the Grom signing with the Texas Rangers, choosing the Rangers over the Mets, not giving Steve Cohen a chance, not a chance to counteroffer. That right there should probably let you know that you should not be tied to any player in professional sports just a team because the same way the player can choose to go that route teams can cut you in football and not have to pay you ever again okay it's all a business and when dealing with the Mets under Steve Cohen you need to understand that it's a business Steve Cohen has a ton of money Yes, he absolutely does. But Steve Cohen is not going to spend like a drunken sailor. That is not a hot take. That are th- Those are words out of Steve Cohen's mouth. Okay, so Steve Cohen has a budget. Okay, and he valued Jacob deGrom at a certain length of years and a certain dollar amount. And he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna go over that. And DeGrom knew he could probably get more than three from another team, right? More than three years. Which obviously he did, right? Five and one eighty five or something like that. So, you know, I'm with the Jacob DeGrom situation, I'm just not mad at either side. If anything, if anything, I am grateful that Steve Cohen says This is our budget overall. This is our budget with these players. And he is not going to go over his budget. That's it. That was his market for Jacob deGrom. And you can't blame Jacob deGrom. You know, I mean, get paid. The guy is a phenomenal pitcher. He was with the Mets. He probably will be with the Rangers. That's just how good he is. Health is the only thing standing in that guy's way from just being a god on the mound. This is how, you know, sports and negotiations, it's all a business. This is how this is how it works. So I'm not mad at the Grom. I'm not mad at Steve Cohen. Um considering that, you know, we fast forward two days later, three days later on Monday, and we land Justin Verlander, right? Um, which kind of gives you an idea, I think, of where the Mets offer to Jacob DeGrom was, right? Uh, what was it? Two years, $86 million, Is that right? $86 million, something like that, right? With a three-year vesting option. So that is ballpark what kind of deal... 
the Mets were giving Jacob DeGrom, at least in my eyes, okay? I'm going off assumptions here. I don't have any resources. I don't have, yeah, I'm not in San Diego in these winter meetings, although I would love to be because I think it's just one, all these deals have been agreed to. They're just having one big-ass party out there. But no, seriously, uh, I, I just think that's that's the ballpark range where, you know, the Mets uh, ended up offering Jacob DeGrom. But now we turn around and we land Justin Verlander, who I'm going to be 100% honest with you all. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the signing. Justin Verlander, Cy Young, another phenomenal pitcher. Coming off Tommy John, what he did this year with the uh, with the Astros, unbelievable. Um, my point is I did not want to get older. And obviously, we got a little older, right? By six years almost. We, we, we got older by not signing DeGrom and signing Verlander instead. But, you know, again, when you, you, you have to weigh everything out. And I think the length of the of DeGrom's contract, what he ended up getting, is not something that might have benefit the Mets, the Mets down the road. And this short two-year deal um, is something that works for the Mets right now. And it gives them options to explore still um, and do some other things. During these winter meetings, um, you know, I expect the Mets to still go out there and address a few things. All pressure is on Billy Epler here because, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure Steve Cohen, just like any other owners, you know, tells the GM, this is this is our number and we can't go over it. OK, so now Billy Epler needs to start putting things in motion, be aggressive, shop around, uh, you know, Call teams nonstop. This is what they're in San Diego for, right? To meet face to face, um, and really get down to it, and you know, negotiate some deals, trades, whatever the case may be. So I don't expect the Mets to really uh, put their hands underneath their asses at this point. You went and got, uh, you know, one of the probably a, I mean, top, you know, top three, top four, top five free agent. On the market this offseason, you might as well uh, make an effort to fill in other holes. And those other holes, for me as a fan personally, you know, DH, we need we need some some uh, we need a spark in that offense. We need somebody that other pitchers are gonna fear. I'm sorry, all you Volgaback lovers. Uh, he is not the answer at DH. The DH position, you need somebody that is going to be your full-time DH, not platoon lefty versus righty matchups and, you know, no, none of that. We need one guy, one DH to play five days out of the week. Plain and simple. That's what we need. And I think at a, at the price that J.D. Martinez... Uh, you know, the price tag that he carries right now, fuck, for two years, you know, 30 million, 27 million, something like that. I don't know. I think his market value is at 15. I don't know if he'll get that 15, but look, we, we have to, we have to fill in some positions here that 
our key piece if we want to win. And our offense was a very key uh, part of us not succeeding and going any further than we did in 2022. So I'd say sign J.D. Martinez. Um, and obviously the longer he stays out in the market, uh, maybe his price comes down or I mean, I hope it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with him. But I mean, he'd be a great DH to have. Uh, I really wanted Jose Abreu. I don't know how the fuck the Astros ended up with him, but, you know, <clears throat> I mean, I know they were looking for a first baseman, but I wasn't expecting them to be in on Jose Abreu. I think that was really the guy to get. But, you know, there's uh, there's other options out there. I think, I mean, you still have to address the bullpen. Uh, you know, having Diaz back is nice. I would like to lock up Aravino. I would like to uh, lock up Trevor Williams um, and go out there and make one or two other uh, either trades or free agent sign-ins for this Mets bullpen. For the rotation, you know, I wouldn't mind getting another starter. Um, the thing is, you know, do you want it to be one of these top free agents starting pitchers or a second tier or a third tier, um, you know, seeing that we might lose Bassett and Walker and not be able to re-sign those guys, I would like to see a a tier two pitcher maybe. Um, obviously with Scherzer and Verlander, those are your horses, tier one, you know, number three, number four, I would like to see, a, you know, somebody that is going to be able to carry the load exactly like Walker and Bassett did in 2022 because, you know, they pitched well. They pitched well. Um, and I would take either of those guys back or both or whatever. Uh, you know, give me Bassett. I'll take Bassett over Walker. I don't trust Walker too much. Bassett, I like his... I like his, um, his pitch repertoire. And it's, you know, I, I think he's... Verlander, how can I say this? Verlander and Scherzer will rub off on Bassett better than they will on Walker, if that makes any sense. I don't know if it does, but hey, I get what I'm trying to say. But no, you know, Walker has more kind of like a laid back attitude, I feel like. Bassett is kind of like, he's another bulldog out there, you know? So I'd rather have Bassett at this point. But you know, we'll see what they uh, what they decide to do. Um, but look, if you know, I'm gonna end this with with Degrom and Verlander. I know what Degrom did for the Mets. Um, we shouldn't boo the man. He was phenomenal. The guy pitched uh, electric, electric at the stadium, night in, night out. Um, I don't think there's anything bad that we should say about Degrom. He, uh, you know, he he was a good sport about everything. I think us fans, Mets Twitter needs to understand that, you know, this is just a business at the end of the day. Um, He should not get booed when he comes back to City Field. Absolutely not. Um, You know, it's really a shame because I think the guy was, Steve Cohen probably had the statue already made for the guy. Um... 
But I think the way this all ended, I you know, I don't know if he'll get one. Who cares really at this point? You know, Tom Seaver is the only one with the statue at City Field, deservingly so. And you know, you you know, it doesn't matter about that. But you know, that's 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 how loved the Grom was, and you know, just how much. Uh, you know, us Mets fans love seeing the Grom pitch every five days when he was healthy. You know, and you know, then that that plays a huge part into it. You know, he's got a history of of injuries, so going five years to the Met in the Mets' eyes was a little scary. The Rangers, they don't give a fuck. They they won sixty eight games. They got a new stadium. They got you know. They got a lot of uh, seats to fill next season. So DeGrom is, you know, he'll be that attraction uh, for the Rangers. So good for them, good for him. And we move on, like Steve Cohen said. We, you know, we move on to plan B. We're not going to, uh, you know, I, I really believe that Steve Cohen has no problem letting people walk, letting these players walk. We're not negotiating on their terms. We're not negotiating on Scott Boris's term. This is the market value, and um, this is where we value value you at. And you take it or you leave it. Uh, I have enough money. I can go get pretty much any free agent I want. And I think that's what Steve Cohen is doing. And you know whether you like it or not, that's the way the man operates. Um, Excited about having Verlander. I am. I really am. Um, I, I, you know, I just want him to stay healthy. <laughs> the, the whole team needs to be healthy. Um, hopefully, the Mets are not done. We'll see what happens. I really apologize to you guys for not recording more consistently. Um, I am going to aim for that after this episode. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. I love talking Mets. Uh, make sure you follow me on Twitter at Our Mets Podcast. Once again, the Grom is out. Verlander in. What will the Mets do next? What position will the Mets address next following the Verlander signing? Will it be a primary DH? Probably not, right? Uh, will it be bullpen? Will it be offense in general? Will it be uh, center field? Very interesting times with the New York Mets. Let's go Mets.